I'm Bill Simmons, and here's what I believe. I believe the defending NBA champion wear championship belts at every game. I believe that Kanye's a genius. Kanye's a genius. Kanye's a genius. I believe we should ban the DH long press extra points, the NIT, and pickoff throws. You really want to know what I believe? I believe in the four-point line. I believe that Kanye's a genius. Kanye's a genius. Kanye's a genius. I believe in a Belichick Popovich presidential ticket. I believe that every DiCaprio movie would be just a little bit better as a Matt Damon movie. I believe the 2004 ALCS was an act of God. I believe the tug of war should be an Olympic sport. And finally, I believe that billionaires should pay for their own fucking football stadiums. Finally, I believe that billionaires should pay for their own fucking football stadiums. Finally, I believe that billionaires should pay for their own fucking football stadiums. I believe that Kanye is a genius. Kanye is a genius. Kanye is a genius. I believe that Kanye is a genius. Kanye is a genius. Kanye is a genius. I believe that Kanye is a genius. Kanye is a genius. Kanye is a genius. I believe that Kanye is a genius. Kanye is a genius. Kanye is a genius. I believe in the four-point line. I believe in the four-point line. I believe in the four-point line. I'm Bill Simmons. And here's what I believe. Hello and welcome to another episode of a podcast about sports and pop culture. I don't know about you, Ben, but at this point in time, I don't think pop culture and sports have never been more inextricably linked in our society. Why is no one talking about this? I I feel like <laughs> there's a market out there. Yeah, there's a niche here. There's a niche for people who like Game of Thrones. Yes. And also, watching Challenger Tennis. Yeah. All seven of us. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, so um, basically, forget the protocol has turned into do not forget this tennis match because we're going to talk about it for 3,000 words per week. Yeah. And uh, no, per day, per 24 hours. That's man. right. Well, like day one of the live blog, I think it topped out at 5,000 words by the time we were done. Not only that, it got a lot of pages. Oh, yeah. It was really weird. It was because I tweeted it out like 8 million times. We're so viral. Also, Reddit like enjoyed our... A big shout out big to, shout out to, to reddit.com. The worst. <laughs> People are telling me that reddit.com is very big yeah, apparently in the tennis Reddit's world. In now. Well, well, Serena is married to the founder of Reddit. Did That's you know true. That? Alexis Ohaney. Yeah. So. Everything about that is makes me uncomfortable. Are we going to go all tennis on this podcast? Yeah, yeah we're going to go all tennis on this podcast. Nothing else has happened in the our, world. Um, our uh, pop, nothing else has pop happened. Culture. No, no. There's the no news. Yeah, no, no news. news. Nothing involving South Korea. Or, yeah, yeah, so we haven't had a podcast in a month. Yeah. And uh, conveniently, nothing has happened. Something almost happened, but it was a false alarm. Yeah, that's true. So we're still alive today, <laughs> which is good. A big shout out to that guy in Hawaii. Oh, God. Uh, if you are still employed, go Doing fuck yourself. <laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. And if you aren't employed, I'm really sorry. It sucks that you lost your job. That's tough. Yeah. I feel bad for you. Um, so That's a lie. Um, yeah. Australian Open. The tennis. It's back. Um, we should like put some kind of qualifier on it that this isn't going to go out until tomorrow. So yes. we're not like while we're talking, we're gonna be watching Shapovalov or Sanga, and probably Administamine, and like all of these good matches that we can't talk about because they haven't happened yet. Yeah, and we also won't give a recap of them, even though that's gonna be the big news. Yes, this is convenient timing, really. Yeah, I think we, we only we well. only have the first round and like the first hour of the mm-hmm. first round. That's enough right now, which is enough. That's I all mean, you need. Yeah, so I guess. Um, Let's talk about, I guess, big, big picture stuff. Um, yeah, so is the Australian Open the best slam? What is the best slam? So, like... This is a 
common I topic came in, of discussion. I came into tennis late. Like, I wasn't that kid who played tennis seriously, like, as a young kid and was watching it all the way up, like, through adolescence or whatever. And because of that, like, I never realized that the Australian Open is a big deal. Like, it was always a fourth major to yeah. me. And, like, it wasn't close. Um, where I feel like if you actually grew up with tennis, it actually maybe means more than the U.S. Open, certainly if you're not American. Yeah. Um, but for me, like, I'd rather watch Wimbledon. Um, and I'd probably still rather watch the U.S. Open. And clay court tennis is still weird to me. So I'd put it in, a, in at three. But, like, I know that that's the uninformed opinion in general. Yeah, I mean, I didn't get the tennis to, like, 17, 18-ish either. But I thought... I don't know. I mean, if you look historically, a lot of the greatest matches of all time have occurred yeah. in the Australian Open. Weirdly so. Like Safan Federer 2005, mm-hmm. Verdasco, Nadal. Nadal had a, Nadal and Djokovic played an epic final. Of course, yeah. last year's final. Djokovic played a bunch of good. Yeah, Djokovic moments. played. Yeah, Murray. Even Mur- yeah, Murray finds his Bav- way losing every yeah, year. Yeah, Vavrinka's <laughs> first big major performance in 2014, yeah. uh, 2013 or 14 was. He made a deep run, lost to Djokovic, and the next year he came back and won the whole thing. So, yeah, it's like a – it's a big deal. I think it's – in terms of production value, like logo, um, marketing. Courts. Courts. Yep. Everything is probably top-notch. I think yeah. it's better than Wimbledon in terms of, yeah. like, mark, like – the highlight videos for Wimbledon, if you've noticed, on the official Australia uh, official very Wimbledon BBC. account, they're very BBC and like <laughs> a minute and a half long. In Australia, yeah. they give you like seven minutes. There was like a seven minute highlight for Edmund uh, Anderson, which was great. I yeah, mean, big fan of that. So I think there's a reason why they call it the Players Major, right? Yeah, like you have three indoor courts, which is great if the weather ever turns. Like yeah. clearly, everyone loves playing it. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of prize money. Like, yeah, huge purse. Yeah, so yeah. it's. I mean, it's a great tournament for the players to play in. It's a really fun tournament to watch, mm-hmm. um, just because the Australian fans are more fun than anyone else. Definitely, because yeah. you have like the British fans who are all wearing white and golf clapping. You have the American fans who suck and, yes. like, are yelling in points. and Against Americans and on yeah. most occasions. Yeah, <laughs> sure. I mean, they'll do whatever. And then you have the Australians who are just really, like, fun people who are yeah. enjoying the tennis. Like, it's, yeah, it's the French fans are ba- as equally as bad as the American well, French fans. people suck, so... <laughs> I wouldn't go that to... <laughs> far, but French, ten- French tennis fans are pretty bad. <laughs> this is an Anglophile uh, podcast, This is an Anglophile podcast. If you're a Francophile, uh, yeah. please pack up and leave. You're not wanted here. Yeah, we don't like your civilization. <laughs> it's bad. It's, it's bad. It just doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, I guess the one of the big other big surrounding things is that Novak Djokovic, um, right before his first round match, goes up on his big podium and immediately goes... Players aren't making enough money. Opens this Pandora's box of things where he's like, people on the lower levels of tour, all of us, we're making like 7% of the revenue. And, you know, like NBA, I think it's like 40, 45%. Right. MLB, it's like 30. I think the NFL is NFL, like 50, NFL 50, is even like at least fit, like 45, 55 yeah. level. And yeah, tennis, I mean, the money in the lower levels, as we've chronicled possibly in past podcasts, is just nowhere to be found. There's no one there. There's no investment whatsoever. And they're playing on these. They have to get, like, host families to help them out when they're traveling to places. It's really garbage. So, yeah, Djokovic, pretty surprisingly, like, you would never get, like, LeBron James going up on a mic and saying, the NBA needs to pay us more money. Well, he certainly wouldn't say it about, like, the D-League. Exactly. Or, like, even maybe a step below that, because I'm not even, like, the Challenger Tour isn't even close to the D-League. I mean, yeah, and and there was rumors that he, like, claimed a, there should be a boycott of next year's... And a union, too. Yeah, and a union, which is, like, that's pretty out there for Novak. I know Novak has, like, spent a lot of time out. I guess he's just been reading 
Karl Marx. And, yeah, uh, and that's always been. That's doing. all he's been doing. He's becoming an irony, bro. Yeah, he's he was reading the uh, Thirteen Brumaire of Louis Napoleon and just enjoying himself. Yeah. yeah. So um, I mean, like, there's a lot to kind of parse through that. First of all, I'm shocked that it's Novak Djokovic who's the one who's coming out. I know. Like, if if anything, to, it would be Murray, who is the most liberal of the big yeah, stars. Yeah, or, like, someone who actually came, really came up through that tour. Yeah. I mean, like, Djokovic was, he was a great player when he was young. Like, he didn't waste a whole lot of time playing garbage tour events. Um, like, I, anyone who watches one Challenger tour realizes, like, how podunk that is. Yeah. And, of course, it would be great if there was more money spent down there. Um, the big difference that I see um, comparing you know, the Australian Open to the NBA or something like that, is I don't think there's that much money to go around. No, I, I think 7% might be like that's a nice absurd. number. That's absurd, but, like, it's not like these tournaments are making that much money to begin with. Yeah, I mean, how many tournaments are making money that aren't Masters tournaments? Like, you, when you watch Brisbane or Auckland, which had great tennis... Like, yeah. no one was there. No, no yeah. one's paying for the TV rights. Well, the Winnetka Challenger charged me 20 bucks to show up, so I'm Which assuming is, they're making yeah. a little bit of money. But well, yeah. they're in Winnetka, so they can yeah. do that. That's the basically the only Challenger I've saw with tickets over $5, $5 in my life. So, yeah, I mean, there's really nothing. Like, in the futures level, if you've seen the Challenger level, oh, that's so podunk. The futures level <laughs> is even worse. Like, it's, like, actively yeah. horrendous. Like, uh, and it's crazy that... Yeah, but again, like, fe- like I feel like Federer almost occupies this like Tom Brady esque role in tennis in a way. They're, they're of course they're similar in that mm-hmm. they're like the same age and also o- obviously better than everyone else right. basically. But in that like Federer has never really been said anything controversial, like super super controversial. Yeah. In regards to like his fellow players in his entire life, and yeah. Novak was like that up until now, five days ago. Yeah, like, I three mean- days ago. Yeah, I don't think modern tennis is known for its outlandish and brash characters yeah. outside of Nick Kyrgios. Yeah, for a guy who's made 110 million to just go up and say we need a players' union, yeah, is crazy. And the stats are showing we should have more spectators and we need more part of the advertising money is like pretty crazy. Yeah, of all people, I'm yeah, very very surprised it comes from there. By the way, we should say that not we, even the WTA, which makes la- yeah, I would that's feel like where the, it should come exactly, from. Exactly, like, <laughs> like Novak Djokovic and his ilk are not, not the ones who are feeling this. Exactly, the w- lower levels of the WTA and the Challenger Tour are it's, definitely yeah. The, but I'm, what I was about to say is that we should we should say that Svitolina is um, on. We're like watching tennis while we're doing this. And at some point, I'm sure we're going to flip over to Shapovalov versus yes. Sanga. The costume match just finished, so it'll be coming up in Terrific. about 10 minutes. So the quality of this podcast will go down the closer we get to yeah. uh, that 40-minute mark. So just just so you're prepared, that's yes. what you're going to have to go through. So I guess on that note, we can start talking about actual tennis. Um, always fun. Um, so Federer and Nadal, as we've previewed. They're I mean, the like, best. They're the best. Should we keep talking about them? I'm not even sure. So, <laughs> I mean... The point that I w- we were talking about before we started is that like I thought Nadal physically looked really really good. Yes. Um, where in I his was first round match against Victor Estrella Burgos. Which is the caveat there is that yes. he's playing a 37 year old clay court grinder who's bad. Um, the best Dominican player of all time. Though. Congratulations, <laughs> tallest midget in the room. Yes. Um, but you know Nadal's first match of the year, which was an exhibition match, he lost two sets to nil against. Um, Richard Gasquet, yes. who's 45 years old, I think, at this point. Somewhere around there. Yeah, he's he's ancient. He's decrepit. Um, so I wasn't expecting him to look as physically crisp as he did. Um, that said, he wasn't made to work even one iota. Yeah. So who's to say? 
Uh, I didn't watch the Federer match. He ran one in straights. I'm not going to take anything away from there. He looked really, really good in his exhibition matches in the Hotman Cup. So Yeah, he had a little less, more trouble with Bedinet than he maybe should have. But, I mean, it's Elias Bedinet. He won. He only, he never, he faced a bunch of breakpoints, actually. But, I mean, he... He was fine most of the time. Plus, I think Federer, more than anyone else, you can kind of bank on... By a bunch, I mean two. <laughs> yeah, I think Federer, more than anyone else, you can kind of bank on him just kind of playing himself into shape. Yes. I don't think he's out there trying to beat the crap out of the guy who's in front of him in the first round, the same way Nadal is hardwired to do. Yeah, I've actually seen a quote where he, like, doesn't even, like bageling player like he'll like let people get like from yeah up five one like, he's a good guy yeah he's a good guy <laughs> um so like yeah I don't, I don't know well his level is already high and i feel like they're almost destined to meet in the final again i sure hope rate. so unless well i mean we can talk about the other ones um there's novak djokovic vavrinka both coming back they both looked decent i think vavrinka looked a lot better than people thought he was yeah talk about that first. so vavrinka looked a lot better than i was expecting because i was half expecting him to lose that match yeah um, and he lost his serve in the first game too I right yeah and i thought it was over and then he immediately broke back um this i will say that like Sinyaku, he dropped that third set a medical timeout she's uh, oh goodness oh god phenomenal so um i think he dropped that third set like it went four yeah uh and he thought long and hard about losing that fourth set too yes um he eventually turned around he spanked him in the uh, who was it Barankus? he spanked him in the tie break i think he might have won the tie break at love um but he thought really really hard about giving that back i think he had a break point to lose the set even yeah um so there's still red flags there and i think vavrinka more than anyone else could break down quick yeah. Like, it wouldn't shock me at all that if he had to work even a little bit in round two or round three, he's just going to kind of fall apart. And Novak Djokovic played Donald Young, who's the fucking worst. <laughs> he's so How many double faults did uh, did Young have? I don't... Too many. I mean, I, <laughs> so I talked myself into, like, oh, Donald Young, he's a professional player, and he I don't trust Novak Djokovic. Joko- he almost took a set off Djokovic on grass earlier. Right, <laughs> so I year. thought, like, oh, maybe he makes this interesting... And, like, I even watched Young get crunched by Drow Souza in Auckland. Um, or maybe it was, it was even somewhere else, Sydney. Wherever they played, I'm pretty sure it was Auckland. Uh, yeah, and then I watched two games in the first set. I was like, oh, it's Donald Young. He sucks at tennis. This is not going to be a test. So Djokovic won easy. But Djokovic, more than anyone else, has the toughest test in round two. So yes. there you go. Well, I mean, yeah, let's see. Uh, only two double faults from Donald Young. That's pretty good. Yeah, he, good also, he also only won... Uh, he also only won half of his service points. So. It's really it's what you want. <laughs> that's, that's what you need. That's ideal. Um, yeah, I think of the comebacks, I thought Djokovic obviously has the higher ceiling than Vavrinka. I mean, mm. he has Monfils, but after that, I mean... It's wide open. It's wide open because he gets Zverev or Chung. I, I honestly think Chung is like... That might just be an even odds match between him and Zverev in the third yeah. round if they get there. Mm-hmm. And Zverev has to get through Goyovsik, who like looked pretty decent, has a win over Sock already this year. Um, straight setted Kukushkin, who's not bad. Yeah, easily. I think that that's a match where, like, if Zverev doesn't bring his A game, he, like he, he could, could drop get a caught set. Out. Yeah, yeah. I, he almost did it against Fabiano, who's actually terrible. Yeah, and, like Zverev. <laughs> Zverev did that thing that great players can do, which is like play like shit, and then decide that they're just gonna break serve. Yeah. Just all of a sudden, I mean, he would just crank these huge two hand backhand returns, and he would win the point, and eventually found his way out of that second set that he probably should have lost. Um, so Zverev can do that. Um, I've now lost my train of thought completely. We're talking about guys coming back. Yeah, There's one so who we didn't talk about. 
Milos Raonic, yeah, who he, actually um, did lose he, uh, to Lucas Lachko, who's a challenger player. <laughs> um, a good challenger no, player. One of the best. Very good challenger player, but also a challenger player. Lachko, I didn't watch any of that match because I was on a plane. but um, So Lachko doesn't move well at all. Like, he covers maybe 60% of the court. So Raonic covers 2% of the yeah, court. Yeah, and so he like, ran <laughs> Raonic out of the match. Like, Raonic was completely physically done halfway through the third set yeah. uh, and eventually lost it in four. Uh, a lot of people are saying that, like, Raonic is done and that he's clearly past it. I don't think it's, there's any question that his best days are behind him. I don't think he's going to get higher than number three, which is his career high. Yeah. Um, but he's going to do something at Wimbledon. He's going to beat someone or get to the quarters or the semis or something. We'll have a good like Masters hardcore performance. Yeah, he's like. going to have some, like, tournaments that's, like, that's going to convince you that, oh, maybe he's all the way back. Yeah. Um, don't have him all the way out yet, but he, surprisingly... More so than Varvrinka, more so than Djokovic, look the most out of match shape. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, it almost isn't even news that he lost in the first round after no. he lost in the first to second round to Damonor, who's another challenger player. We can talk about Damonor, too, who. You already lost. I know. He um, took a set off Burdick, as you would expect, mm-hmm, almost, because it's Burdick. Um, it was 1 1, then he won one game. Yeah, after that. That's a real bummer. Yeah. He looked exhausted. He was exhausted. Yeah, I mean, that's the problem when you he play banged. two tournaments in the lead-in. He won, uh, almost won one and made the semis another one. Yeah. So he's fine. He'll be he'll be back. He's going to be a player. He's going to um, be a player, yeah. Maybe next year. Next year's Australia. Maybe Open. two years, I think. Yeah, that's more likely. <laughs> yeah. But the bottom line is he played Brisbane. He played Sydney. He was completely out of gas. Yeah. And he lost to a player who is still good. Yes. Much as it pains me to admit. Yeah, Burdick is still fine. I mean, he's he's good. Um, yeah, other other another couple of players who had really good lead ups and just completely tanked. Roberto Batista Gut. Uh, good God, did you watch him against Verdasco? No, I didn't watch any of that. I assume he it was, was terrible. So flat. Yeah. I mean, he looked. So sick. he played probably the best match I've seen. He's ever. He's played the best match I've ever seen him play against El Pogero? Against Hasa. Oh, okay. In the se- in the semi, which went three sets. Um, three breakers in all of um, It was insane level. If you want to watch, the highlights of that match are just... Yeah, Hasa had the shot of the Absolutely spectacular. Hasa, yeah. Yeah, I, and Batista Gut, like, he got one of those... You know when the player goes back on one of the super high smashes and, like, they don't expect to get the point? Well, he actually won one of those <laughs> points, too, in the first set. It was an incredible match. And then he beat Del Potro in another insane match, 5-7 in the third. So he was probably gassed, too, heading into this one. Yeah, And Verdasco still... can jump on people, you know. Yeah, but that's the frustrating thing, right? Like, if you're going to say that Roberto Batista Agut was going to, like, kind of show himself to be an actually good player, which I think both of us were kind of hoping for, yeah. you, don't get, you don't lose the first set 6-1 to a 34-year-old. I don't care how good Verdasco is. Like, you just yeah. you don't do that. And he I looked know. so completely out of his element. Yeah. The thing about Verdasco, interesting look, because his ceiling is so high, you yeah. figure. Because, like, he ta- he definitely goes to 250s and tanks on purpose. Like, mm-hmm. he, he doesn't even care about... He just does it to, like, because the ATP requires you go to a certain number of 250s. And he'll go in out and tank, but, like, he cares about the majors a lot. Yeah. And he's he's knocked out Zverev in the first round, the French, I believe. Uh, Alexander Zverev, not Mitchell Yeah, Zverev. right. Um, He's done like some things like he's he's beaten Chung recently. Like he when he like goes to Masters and especially when he gets on clay, he like tries again. Yeah. He's basically like, you know, he'll show up for like four tournaments a year and he has Martyrer and then Vavrinka po- probably in the third round, which yeah. that could be a really, really good might, turn back the clock match. Yeah. I think zombie Verdasco is probably gonna be a thing. Yeah. If that serve stays under control. Uh when he lost to Demonor, it's cause he couldn't put a serve in the box or even close to it 
Yeah, I think if he plays Vavrinka, that could be really fun. I match. think that will be. A really they're good three. Match. They're head-to-head careers, three and three. They haven't played since two years ago in the U.S. Open. Um, Who won that match, Tristan? Vavrinka. Shocked. Yeah, shocked. <laughs> when, uh, Vavrinka won the tournament. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think that could be good. Um, yeah, I guess second round matches to look up for. I mean. Yeah, I mean, what else do we so have? The we big have match that's to look is ahead in the today. second round is the one that's it's happening while we do basically this. Basically right now, which yeah. is Shapovalov against Joe Wilfred Sanga. So, is Shapo's season alive? Is so, it? He looks better than he literally ever has. <laughs> in the first two sets. The third set, he, he was yeah, kind of Yeah, bad. he like, checked out mentally. <laughs> yeah. But like he did what good players do, which is check out mentally and still win a match in straight sets. Yes. Like, that's impressive. Um, he was phenomenal. He looks really good again. Like, the serve is way better than it was last year. Yeah. Like, a lot better. Like, good enough to keep him in the match, even though he can't return sometimes. He was trying some new... T- it looked like he kept some tactics, like, in the yeah, bag. Yeah, the bag. I think he's a big match player. Yeah. I think he's just going to be, like, one of those guys who is going to have these really head-scratching losses in 250s and 500s through his career. Mm-hmm. But is just going to, like, ball out every time he has to. Yeah, I mean, he Tsitsipas is not bad. Like, if anyone... It may have looked like Tsitsipas was playing badly. He wasn't playing that no, badly. Yeah. Um, like, Shapo is just hitting, like, these one-handed backhand returns, like, directly at his feet. And, like, what are you going to do about that? Yeah, like, I mean, he got completely knocked off his block. Like, yeah. Stefano Tsitsipas is not a servant volleyer. Yeah. He was trying. <laughs> He's trying like, that's, it. that's how you know. And it didn't work. <laughs> Shocked. No. Um... It was yeah. I think he's definitely like, and he's beaten Sanga at the U.S. Open in straight sets in fairly easy fashion. And that match is just about starting now. So I think wrap that up. Switch the stream to Margaret Court Arena. Cargret Mort. Yeah, yeah, more like Cargret Mort. <laughs> that, uh, but she's a. I hate her. So let's not talk. Yeah, about yeah. I guess uh, she's that's extremely that's the thing. bad. Yeah, very, very. <laughs> extremely, not. extremely she, bad. She sucks. Yeah, she she's really sucks. Good. All right. So um, yeah um. Yeah, so then the winner of that Chapo Sanga match gets probably the next good match of the third round, which will be against Kyrgios, who will probably get rid of Troitsky and like. Do you think so? You, th- you got to talk me out of picking Troitsky to win that match. He's he's terrible. I, I'm there fully is, aware of okay, that. There That's is, part there of the reason why I like, think he can do it. There are only like three people who have mentally worse games on tour. Yeah, he's one of them. Curious. He's one of them. Funini the other. And Funini. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's no question. Yeah. But like, I think that if there's any... Like, the thing is, Kyrgios isn't going to lose a second round match to someone like Shapovalov. Like, it's not going to happen. He's no. going to get himself up for it. Yeah. But if he's going to lose a second round match, someone who's as crazy as he is... Alternatively, Troitsky isn't going to lose a second round match to. Uh... Well, he'll come out for this match. Yeah. He will actually try. Like, uh, unlike the match against Baltz when he blew the first two uh, two sets and had to come back and just won 6 2, 6 3, 6 4 in the final three sets, was just like. What? <laughs> this is like very much setting up for a very stupid win. Troisky's been horrendous. This yeah, he's all. Yeah, I'm not denying that he's a bad tennis player most of the time. No, he's not going to even get a break point. Mm, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't. I think just he... don't know, Tristan. If anyone's going to implode first, it's going to be Victor Voisky. Mm, I think <laughs> uh, it's going to be Kiknerios. Yeah, I, I, but even if Kyrgios implodes, he can come back on Troisky because Troisky's going to implode the next. Yeah, it's, like he could lose a set and then be like, "Oh, it's Victor Troisky." So if I just get one break point on him, he's going like, to throw his racket. I'm so pissed off. This match is happening at two in the morning. I'm yes. like so upset. It about sucks. It. The other match that's happening semi-late is, uh, I guess Edmund Istomin is about to start as well. Yes, Edmund Istomin will play at the same exact time as Shapovalov versus uh, Sanga, which uh, I'm kind of excited about. I gotta say, I kind of like Istomin in this match. You're probably right, <laughs> but I really like Kyle Edmund. Yeah. But Istomin's probably the better player. 
Um, he's not favorite at all, but I mean, he just, I don't know, he just, sometimes he gets in that mode when he's just, un, like, really, really good. Like, and he's defending points. Yeah, and he's defending a ton of points, and Edmund had played probably the most exhausting match of his career. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he's not one who It was like four and a half hours. It was yeah, a long and, match. And Even though you're playing Anderson, he had a lot of rallies, and yeah, his arm looked thing. pretty sore, like, too. Like, those are two really big servers, and yeah. Edmund has injury problems, so that yeah. also doesn't bode well for him. Um, but yeah, it was surprising how many actual rallies there were in that match. But that's been the match of the tournament so far. Yes, on the men's side at least. Mm-hmm. The women's there hasn't been a single good women's match. I think this Puig, Puig, except Puig, for a good match. yeah, Begu and Makareva played a really good match too. That was probably better. It was worse in quality, but more dramatic. Because mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. I think that if we're going to pick someone out of that court. I, I, it's really hard to pick anyone out of that. I don't know who to take. The I mean, Edmund quarter? The, uh, what used to the be the Edmund Anderson, Anderson quarter? Yeah, that's just like, what? Like It's Edmund, Eastman, Basilashvili is going to wipe Bemelmans now, and then there's Seppi, Karlovich, and Sigi. Like, who? There's a grand total of zero seeds there, by there the way. There are zero seeds there. Um, Who's the top-ranked player? It has to be Istamine, right? No, Edmund. Oh, it's Edmund? Okay. Yeah. Might be Sugita. Yeah, it might be Sugita now. Like. <laughs> oh my God, Yuichi Sugita, who was number 130 in the world a year ago, and now King. beat so- that quarter is that quarter is that is just bad. It's a problem. It's really bad. It's and at least Karina Busta and Chilich look like they're going to end up meeting in the fourth, which should be fun. Yeah. Um, even though Chilich yeah. kind of looks like Pete Chilich and is going to throw away random games. Yeah. Um. I, that quarter is just it's just so bad. Like. Nicolas Bachelasvili should not be having a shot to, like, make the fourth round of a major. Yeah, the whole draw shook out really stupid. I mean, yeah. like, Federer's quarter is incredibly strong. Well, we know why it shook out stupidly. Because of the because stupid of Paris. Paris Masters event where Federer and Nadal did not play. And Jack Sock won it all. And Filo Kranovich took a bunch of points from a bunch of people, including Del Potro. And uh, basically the entire, like, I think Carreño Busta could have been higher seeded too. He lost early. Goffin like lost in that. Goffin lost to Simon in that tournament, mm. I think. Yeah. And then Isner, Isner lost to Kranovich. See, that's the thing. Like, Isner could have won that tournament. <laughs> and then <laughs> like, Isner lost to Edden. That was, that was hilarious. That, that was, was really good. 100% expected and also yes, hilarious. That was really good. Yeah. I mean, Ebden, I actually really liked his game. I think it looked, if you watch that all, he looked amazing. Like, he's... I think he might be the player who's going to challenge Nadal the most if he gets... Like, he looked he looked really That's, good. It's high praise. I mean, he was returning better than most people do against Isner ever. Like, he was just breaking Isner yeah. repeatedly. He didn't go to a single tiebreak against Isner, which yeah, was, like, crazy. Yeah, it's impressive, to be sure. Although, I mean, Isner looked as disinterested as you can possibly look yes. in a slam. Um, I don't know. I mean, I thought... Yeah, and then he gets Dolgopolov in the second round, and then either Schwartzman or Rude in the third, and then probably Nadal if he can get through that. It should be interesting. Yeah, I mean, with the Australian, I mean, like, there's a bunch of decent Aussies who could make a run. Although Jordan Thompson uh, hilariously lost to Nicholas Kicker, which is awesome. We think Jordan Two Thompson up. is the worst. He's the fucking worst player. He's the player worst player in the top life. 100. Just pushing midcourt <laughs> forehands back because he can't do anything with it. Yeah, and of course, our boy Paolo Lorenzi lost to uh, Daniel uh, Jumer. To the tune of Eleanor Rigby. Paolo Renzi. Yeah, that was... Um, that hurt me deeply emotionally. I think we have to, like, at, at this point, we have to, like, actually kind of, like, make some picks. I, yeah. We have to say how this draw is going to shake out. 
Yeah. You just um, want to go quarter by quarter and run it through? Yeah. All right. Section one, which is Nadal, Dogapolov, Meyer. Wow. I can't believe I'm taking Rafael Nadal. Yeah, Nadal. Who would have guessed? Section two, that's the Karina, Busta, and Chilich. It's probably going to be Chilich. Yeah. He, I, I don't see PCB winning that. No. He's not making two quarters in a row. I don't semi. He made a semi. That's right. Wait, he made the semis at the U.S. Open? Yeah, he lost to Anderson in the Jesus semis. Jesus Christ, right. <laughs> what a stupid tournament. That was a dumb tournament. That was a dumb tournament. Um, I went dumb. to that tournament. Oh, it was congratulations. <laughs> All right, so section three, which is the Dimitrov, Mackey, Rublev. Oh, Rublev. <laughs> this tournament, this, why is This quarter is so this good. This is so good. <laughs> it's Dimitrov, my personal favorite, Mackie McDonald, the half, probably half Korean. I don't know if he's, he looks Korean. <laughs> um, guy from UCLA. Bagdadis, who's awesome. Barkos Magdadis. Rublev. Kyrgios. And then Chapo and Sanga. Yeah, like uh, Chapo's uh, already serving this here. And he's already up 30 love. Let's go. Come on. So, yeah, so like everyone wants. ESPN especially, if you've watched any of the like main ESPN coverage, they really yeah. want Grigor Dimitrov to be good. Dimitrov has been getting huge billing. Yeah, he's gonna lose to Andre Rublev. I won't. <laughs> I think Rublev's getting out of if his quarter. If Rublev gets there, yeah, Rublev has to beat Bagdadis. Is another guy who only shows up for majors. <laughs> yeah, so I think I checked the stats on that five setter that Rublev played against Ferrer, which I actually think is his toughest match yes. that he's gonna have the whole quarter. Um, I think he had 91 unforced errors and 77 winners. Yeah. <laughs> That's absurd. I know. He's a bit of a pusher, Rublev, sometimes. Oh, what? He cranks the ball. I like, don't know. Too he much has one of the own. lowest hold percentages in, in the top. Yeah, his serve's a problem. His serve sucks. His serve's know. a real problem. That's going to be if, if he doesn't oh, make it Joe, out. Oh, that's geez, a good shot. <laughs> that's not what you want to see. Um, he just swung and missed. <laughs> you obviously can't yeah. see what's happening. Um, good radio. Good radio. <laughs> I think... So the thing is, if even if Baghdadis wins, there's a chance that Baghdadis, like, because uh, Dimitrov is so bad against... He's so awful, period. ...against good players. Like, I wonder what his head-to-head against Baghdadis... Let's look at his head-to-head on Baghdadis, thanks to the great Tennis Abstract web- website. If you're listening to this, Jeff Sackman, um, please, <laughs> please come on the show, because we would love to have you. Fun fact, Dimitrov is 8-1 and one against Baghdadis in his career. Oh, that's so, a good draw. So Has he good played Rublev ever? Uh, Dimitrov? Yeah. He lost to Rublev in the U.S. Open in, in straits. That's right. <laughs> Come on! It's so happening. Just it wasn't even Bagdadis. close. wasn't even close. Well, he's going to get pushed off the court. I know. Like, he's not He's not prepared to hit, play someone who hits it as punishing. No, Rublev... So I watched that entire match, actually. The first Rublev-Dimitrov match. Because if they play a second one, I'm assuming Dimitrov is going to get by Mackie as much as I love mm-hmm. him. So, as someone who, like... Yeah, this match is probably not even recorded anywhere. <laughs> um, I, I just thought, like, his... What happened was Dimitrov broke Rublev really early, which happens. Mm-hmm. And Dimitrov is up a break, and he's cruising. And he lets one service game. Rublev hits a couple winners off him. He breaks. Dimitrov's mentally done for the match. Wow, can't, can't he imagine that set happening. He 7-5. He's completely checked out. He can't hit a forehand anymore. He's lo- And he loses, in, like, just easily. Like, it's not even close. This is a tournament right after he wins Cincinnati. He needs to, like, make mm-hmm. the, at least the quarters of this tournament just to, like, he could have won this tournament. Yeah, really. De- the U.S. Open. And he goes and loses in straights to Andre Rublev and doesn't even, like, dominance rating 86% of points. Double faults 10.5% of his <laughs> his service points. <laughs> is only winning, winning less than 40% of his second serve points. This, like, horrendous performance. And, like, Rublev is going to tee off on that second serve. Yeah, I don't know if Rublev is going to be able to pull off that level again because he really was playing 
probably his that was probably his best match. I mean, he played Jumer and I another I watched a lot of because I was big on Rublev before you were to be fair. It's true. It's true. Um, Though I've like completely you really so come mad around. Yeah. yeah, I was big on Rublev before just because I, I he was a really really good challenger player and he won a clay court tournament beating Paolo Lorenzi in the final. By Paolo the way. Lorenzi <laughs> um, in Umag <laughs> and he looked really good in that too. So I was like big into him coming into the U.S. Open and. Yeah, he really, really hammered Dimitrov. And, like, I, I don't know who the... Like, Dimitrov will be a comfortable 60 70% favorite in that match, but I, Rublev has to get a set off him, at yeah. least, you figure. So, who's going to... Uh, who are we going to pick in that court? I, don't I have Rublev coming all the way out of it. You have Kyrgios, right? Yeah, I have Kyrgios. Mm-hmm. You don't want to talk about Kyrgios, do you? you I don't do want to talk about Kyrgios. I like him, and it's just... Oh, it's too much. Yeah. I kind of hope he loses, which is a shame. Yeah. Section 4, which is Edmund... I, I, I guess we have to pick... So I picked Edmund coming yeah. in, which <laughs> yeah. there's no way he's coming out of that 5-7 and winning the quarter, but I have to stick with it at this point because, like, who else has their guy remaining at this point? Ivo Karlovic? Ah, the big boy. I might go with Karlovic. The uh, 6-11 monster. He's playing a 5-8 player next tor- next match, and then he gets Seppi, who he owns, I'm pretty sure. Uh, then... A quick plug on this quarter. You should read the end of the live blog that I think was day two. Um, where you wrote about Sagita, because that was really good writing there. Yeah. And um, I learned a lot. The uh, guy who spent eight years in the Asian Futures Tour before, like, breaking through and winning a grass court title and a grass court challenger, that's... Uh, boy. That's great. Um, yeah, Karlovich 2-1 and one against Seppi in his career, so that, that could be a good one for him. And then we have uh, tomorrow's matches, which are... Um, so we get the Team Vavrinka quarter, which is another really bad one because you have te- hardcore team looked really good in beating Paya. Did you see that tweener tweet team hit? Yes, I did. It was, it was pretty uh, sexy. It was pretty <laughs> sexy. Um, yeah, um, there's team. There's uh, he's playing Kenneth Dudla. He's nah. still bad. He beat Steve Johnson though. Steve Johnson is American mm, tennis. How about Jeeve Sanson? American tennis is so so good. And it's then there's bad. noted actually bad player Adrian Manorino. He's is so the bad. other seed, and then it's Vavrinka, who's probably going to be Tenny Sandgren, hopefully. Although Sandgren is a so I think Team makes it out here, yeah. But like, it could fucking be Verdasco, but I really don't think it's going to be Vavrinka. I yeah. really don't think he's going to last. He's too game. rusty. I, yeah. I, I I don't know. Plus, like he had matches where he didn't play well last year when he wasn't rusty, and he still lost to guys mm. like Struff and. He wasn't at his top level last year, even though he made the French Open final in kind of an awesome match against Murray, but yeah. All right, section six, Vera, Djokovic, Monfi. It's another stack quarter. Chung's in this quarter, yep. and Alba Ramos Vinuez is in the quarter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that <laughs> entirely makes up for it. Um, so and Goyovsik, who is the cleanest ball striker you'll ever see. I'm, I'm totally going to go with Monfi. He looked so healthy and so good in Doha. Chung, I'm going Chung. Chung, it looks... He, yeah, he's been unbeatable <laughs> since the next-gen okay, tour. He lost to Edmund, and he lost to... He did, didn't he? He lost the match in the warmest, but I don't think he was really... I think he was he trying in the Edmund yeah. match. I don't think he was trying in the next match. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, but he looks, I mean, really good. Forced Zverev to attack. Oh, <laughs> great point for Chapo. No, no, it's Deuce. Oh, no, it's I Deuce. think he, ah. uh, he's, he's getting there, though. This is He's already in fault. it. Fault. My sweet son. Oh, man. If Song had double serve. faults away this this game, Yo, again. If he double faults here, it's, it's over. over. It's like, over. The, the match is over. One time. Oh, yeah! Yeah! Oh, <laughs> 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 we, 
100 percent That was into the bottom of the net. The net. Not even close. Alright, alright, let's see. Is right. he, <laughs> so what's this? T- toss second serve, Shapo. Alright, is Shapo gonna just screw this up? I don't know. We'll yeah, see. I think he's gonna go for way too much off this first serve. This pink like looks good on him though. The pink looks good on everyone. Oh, he went for too much and he hit it long. Yeah. What right. do you know? We're back. <laughs> We're back. So yeah, Chung. <laughs> that was tremendous content. Um <laughs> Chung, yeah, Chung has to beat Medvedev, who, I don't know, you didn't watch the Damon, Medvedev's... I didn't decent. watch him against Kokonakis, but I've... He I've, played, no, he the Damonor match, he looked... He's he, like a decent player. He's a decent player. He's, he won a title, didn't he? He won the title, yeah, yeah. He, won an, he won Sydney. Right. That was his first title, and um, he's good. I yeah, mean, he's, he's good. He's just but, a solid guy. But Chung should win that match. Yeah, Chung, Chung beat him in next... Oh my god, he did he double again? again? Oh no, it was a oh. wet. He get bailed out. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Saga is totally shook, isn't yeah, he? He's already he's already <laughs> he's got the look. He's, oh no. He's already drowning. <laughs> this is so bad. Someone pull him out of the water. Uh, oh, push him off. Push him off. Oh, yes, come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. This is what I get for not trusting my sweet boy Dennis. Oh, stupid Colpax didn't pick it yes, up. Yeah, every time. <laughs> So um, the last Chapo has a win over Curios, by the way. That that yeah, should be noted. I think that he's a pretty good win. Yeah. All right, section. So I'm gonna pick Chung. You're gonna pick Monfi, and the smart pick is Vera. It's Djokovic. No, it's Djokovic. It's Djokovic. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's absolutely Djokovic. Djokovic. Oh my God! Double fault. This do please. It. Do it. Do it. You won't. One time saga. Do yeah, it. Bet you won't. <laughs> bet you won't. Oh, Ooh, man, good, that was off the chalk. Good second. Come on, we're oh, in. Oh, he's got. We're in come the in, point. Come in. Come in. No! Uh, come on! Yeah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, section seven. Another good quarter. Goffan, Fonini, Burdich, Del Potro, Cacino. So I picked Goffan, but I really think Del Potro is getting out. Yeah, Del Potro looked good against Tiafo. And Goffan dropped a set that he shouldn't have to start the match. To so. a challenger player. Shouldn't happen. No. Don't lose the qualifiers. He's playing Benito. That could be actually a tough match for mm, Go. Boolean Genito? I mean, Benito has a ceil- I mean, he has a good ceiling. I mean, he... If he can, he was the guy who made the deep run in Paris, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, he's a serve and volleyer type of guy, big server. He double faulted again to Did bring up break point. Yes, come on! What? Oh God, he's done. <laughs> he's tapped out. He just does not want to be here. That's anymore. the second of the game. That's <laughs> the first game. The first game <laughs> again. This is the same thing that happened. He got broken in the first game, and the yeah, and he's completely out of match. Oh my god! <laughs> this section of the podcast, and I eventually chopped this up. It's gonna be so good. Oh, all right. I'm tempted to just like make this the open. Is he missing this? No, it's right in the middle. Oh, oh. gosh, it's the ship of all experience. <laughs> so we both have Delpo there, and then yeah. it's the last quarter, which it's is Quarry, Quarry, Kicker, Ledgeco. <laughs> yeah, it's. Yeah, I mean. It's Almost certainly going to be Federer, though. Query looked really good. Uh, I think Federer, Query, fourth round. Could be a good match, but I think Federer takes in straights. I'm surprised that him and Query have only played, like, three times. And Query... Well, Query was so bad for, like, the first yeah. eight years of his career because American tennis. Yeah. So, um... Uh, like he's finally going to win this freaking game. Good for him. Good for him. Jeez, he looks... He doesn't want to be here. He's... He's... he's he, I hate it. Even that forehand just barely got over the net. Yeah. Well, I mean, oh, bad news, by the way. Benchage is done 4-1. Well, to, uh, <laughs> we have to talk about the WTA. Yeah. Or do we want to, like, actually finish out these Australian Open? We'll finish out this one, then we'll do a WTA version. Okay, so we have Nadal versus, I have Chilich. Chilich. Nadal's going to win that. Yeah. Um, and then we have Dimitrov, or the Dimitrov quarter. Against. Versus. Dimitrov's quarter going to win, whoever Yeah, yeah whoever, yeah, whoever it is. Yeah, whoever is going to win. 
Um, section five six. It's a team against whoever wins. I have like Mo Fee in the semis now. This is a problem. <laughs> oh no, Dennis! Dennis, no. Oh, did he miss he like just a front slammed court? a volley into the bottom of the net? That's fine. He's gonna do that. He's Dennis Shapovalov. Yeah. Um, like, all right. I have Monfi going way too fucking far. Yeah, and then there's Guffan, uh, or whoever, Guffan Del Potro or Federer. There's Federer. Delpo Federer again, though. Oh, God. I, uh, I, don't, I, I don't think Federer's going to lose another one to Del Potro. I feel like Delpo can only beat Federer in the U.S. Open. Yeah, that's <laughs> Um Yeah, and then it'll be Federer against... Federer's going to win that. So. Yeah, it's going to be Federer and Nadal. And then, like, who the hell knows, because it's Fed and Nadal. Oh, if Federer's Nadal had to play in that bottom half, I don't think he'd make it out. I agree. Highly ironic. Yeah, I think he's got the much easier draw. He always gets the much easier draws, it seems like. It's not fair. It's a conspiracy against my sweet boy, Roger. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the WTA. All right. Um, yeah, so WTA, Sarita's out. Uh, Halep rolled her ankle in the first round and probably isn't going to win the tournament. So... What are we going to do? <laughs> so, uh, Sharapova's going to win. Sher- Maria Sharapova. At, uh, Sharapova age, just, to, just to screw the haters. Just to spite us. Just to ruin everyone's day. At 30. She's only 30. Wow. She's been around for forever. Yeah. yeah. Well, when was her first? She won. She won in like 2006. She, yeah. Her her Australian Open win was 10 years ago. 2008, yeah. she won. So and then she, she won Wimbledon 04 and US Open 06. She won Wimbledon 04? Yeah, she's been around forever. Jesus Christ. She won she a 16? 16, 17, My yeah. God. Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> Just as a, as context, oh, I mean, like, Kim Kleisters shit. was still really good. I think, uh, who did she play in the 2004 Wimbledon final? I mean, Mm-mm-mm. she played Serena Williams and won 6-1, Yo. As a 17-year-old. That's not bad. And uh, she beat Davenport, who is a commentator now. And uh, a bunch of players who I don't know. Devonport's a good commentator, by the way. Yes. That's not important. To say. Also, Bethany Maddox Sands is a good commentator. She's real. She should hang <laughs> it up. Like, if we're being honest, like, don't go out there and like trash your knee again. Just like she's like the, the best. You're the best no, one the, they have. She's the best doubles player in the world, though. Well, yeah. Easily. Okay, so stay on the doubles tour and like she shouldn't play. Hang singles up the anymore. singles career yeah. and just like chill in the booth. Yeah, she's really good. She's so much better than Chrissy Everett. She sucks. She's <laughs> the worst. Um, of the, I think Roddick and Bethany are like, probably be a pretty good commentator. Yeah. Roddick is really good too. He's good too, yeah. I know. Why are all the American tennis players yeah, bad? Yeah, just all also amazing at broadcasting. I think I bet, Steve Johnson would be a great broadcaster. I bet Jack Sock would be really good. I think Jack fun. Sock would be a really yeah. good broadcaster. I bet Query would be a good understated Corey type. <laughs> I think Isner's actually pretty likable in person though. Yeah, okay. I don't know. <laughs> and the Bryan brothers would be fun commentating. Uh, all the all Americans would, would just be, commentate and just and leave just, it to Tiafo and yeah. Tommy Paul to like play now. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that was like the saddest thing ever. Leave it to Tommy Paul. I know, but um, <laughs> yeah. So the uh, the women's draw was noted by all the big American stars who went deep in the U.S. Open, sort of just collapsing in the first round. Yeah, and I think this plays into really well something really well that you brought up um, when you did your preview for the Australian Open is that like in a lot of tennis tournaments, especially the majors. You come in with these pre-baked narratives that everyone wants to go into, yeah. whether it's fast courts like it was last year at the Australian Open. The rise of the Americans. The rise of the Americans that we saw in the U.S. Open. Um, pretty much the entire like old man renaissance that we saw all of last year on both men and women. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that the U.S. Open um, last year, as it started happening and all these American women started making really deep runs, people were just so happy to see that that they kind of lost their head. Like, Sloane Stevens was not playing good tennis going into that tournament. 
and she's not good. I mean, she yeah, hasn't that, won since the U.S. Open. Yeah. Madison Keys is still working her way back from injury, and she's got a pretty flawed game. She hits it really hard. Venus is a thousand years old right now. Yeah. And Coco Vandeweg is Coco Vandeweg, who's annoying and probably like not that good. Yeah. So uh, about the the women's, I feel like the women's American women narrative was probably more valid for the U.S. Open because they had four semifinals. I mean, you yeah, can't argue. right. I mean, like at that point, that's fair. yeah. And but Venus, don't say that it's fixed. Don't say that 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 is there. Like, that's not going to be the future. Well, we don't even know if it's going to be those players because there are so many good young like yeah. Cece Bellis, Kayla Day, who's eighteen and nineteen, still like already top seventy in the world. Right. And then like the U.S. Open juniors, another American one. There was another American runner-up. And Amanda Nisimova won. She's been killing ITF tournaments. Corey Goff, who I've never heard of, was the runner-up. Won, like, obviously just destroyed people on the way up to that to that match. Like, bageling, like, Argentine people. <laughs> I mean, like, Clary Liu won the Wimbledon. Mm-hmm. Like, the, we don't even know if it's going to be these American, like, Keys, this Keys. Yeah, Stevens it's very, very possible. It's certainly going to happen with Stevens. She's yeah. going to get caught by people who are behind her now. Exactly. So, like, we don't even, like, there's so many good, the, the the narrative about American women's talent should be like their youth development is amazing, not like these like players are just going to dominate the game forever. Right. Because like you still have Halep and Kanta and Zvitolina who's just pasted Siniakov after losing that first. Oh, so, oh, Shapo, yeah, please, it's, it's love thirty. No, wait, oh, no, he oh, got that point. It's love thirty. So. <laughs> Yeah, and there's still, like, Ostapenko, who's super young, and, and... Yeah, I mean, like, if you look at the women's game right now, like, it's... like it's, I mean, there's really only one players. American in the top ten. In the top yeah. fifteen, like, it's Keys and... Only Keys and Venus, so, like... Isn't Vandewey up there? Oh, she... wait, this was before the U.S. Open. Yeah. So now, after the U.S. Open, now it's Vandewey, Stevens, and Venus. and Venus. But before that, it wasn't, like, super... Right. Like, the season wasn't being great to American women's... Like, if you had it before that, that you'd have all four American women in the semis, that would be insane. And at some point, like, yeah. five of the top That's six players in the 40. women's game, Ale, five of the top <laughs> six players in the women's game right now, like you said, haven't won a major this decade. That's yeah. going to change. Like, eventually, Halep, Halep Wozniacki, Zvitolina. Like, one of them is going to fall Plishkova has major. to win a major. Yeah, like, they'll fall She's into the best it server, women's server I've ever seen. Yeah. She has to win a major. Like, it's going to happen. Yeah, and Austin Nichols already won a major. Yeah, like, and it's and almost G- certainly Garbic not going to happen. have won two already. Like, I don't think it's gonna. we're going to have, like, a, a drought, and I don't think, like, losing Serena is going to be terrible for women's tennis in America. I just think it's so hard in women, in women's tennis to be dominant with yeah. three set majors. Until oh he broke love, love come love, on love break he's Shut done oh, oh song is done he's it's toast it's over it's over it's over <laughs> that's, that's horrendous <laughs> one time Ugh. anyway um yeah I, and I think that I guess in this I mean in that that tournament they had a really favorable draw I mean with Sharapova being in that Savastava quarter and she lost to Savastava which was pretty lucky and then you had um, Pliskova who only played who basically had to play a tough three-setter against Zhang Shuai, who then beat Stevens mm-hmm. and then lost to Vandewig. And then, yeah, I mean, Kvitova lost to Venus in a third-set tiebreak. That match was super close. Um, Shapo's destroying him. Um, <laughs> yeah, and so Wozniacki went out really early to Makarova. That was a unlucky. Halep lost to Sharapova because she played Sharapova in the first round. Like, that wasn't mm-hmm. entirely, like, representative of what we're going to see going forward. So there'll be tournaments when the Americans do well. I think, like, they could have a pretty good clay court season, honestly. Yeah, um, that makes sense. Like, Stevens is, like, would probably be better. I'm not going to put any faith in Stevens until she wins She's a good clay court player, though. Yeah, but, like, the way she responded to that loss, I mean, like, I yeah. hate being the guy who, like, 
judges people on how they handle press conferences. Yeah. But her basically saying, like, it didn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter that I haven't won a match in six months. Mm-hmm. Like, that doesn't make me feel good. Yeah, so I guess looking at this draw now with Venus out, there's Belinda Bencic who knocked out Venus in that quarter. So we can run through the quarters again. So we have the first one. Do you have it up? Uh, I don't have it up. All right. Uh, Meanwhile, Chapo is destroying. He hasn't taking, lost a he's, point. He's, he's taking this man's points. <laughs> <laughs> so top half. So it's Halep, Bouchard, uh, and Viznina and Barty. I guess Barty comes out of that now. I really don't feel good about Halep after that ankle injury. Yeah. It didn't look pretty. And Ayava played pretty well, I think. Took a first set to a breaker. Mm-hmm. Oh, Sh- oh, Shabba, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, this, 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 is, this is part of the experience this is part of, of Shabba. Yeah, I think, I mean, if Bouchard comes out of that corner, I'm gonna be so it's going to be the dumbest thing I, I've I'm ever gonna seen. I'm going to be really angry. She's, hasn't, she didn't win a match for, like, months coming into yeah, this match, and she not... beat Dodan, who's, like, an 18-year-old who's going to be good in, like, six yeah. years. Yeah, there's Lauren Davis, Andrea Petkovic. Barty is probably the most consistent of them. And then there's Viznina and Osaka. That's going to be a great second round. That's probably mm-hmm. the best women's second round match, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen in that one. Section two is Kanta, Pliskova, Streitsova, Safarova. That's a, that's Kanta looked awfully good against Brangle. Brangle's Granted, Brangle sucks. Brangle's really bad. But um, Kanta looked really good. I mean, like, Pliskova's your safe bet, but... Yeah, I don't like Pliskova at all, although she's fun to watch sometimes. Just Give me like, Kanta, why not? Yeah. I'm going to hate that pick in about a day. but um, Section three is the Muguruza, Muguruza, whatever. Yeah, you got a lift. Muguruza, Radwanska, Radwanska, Kerber, Sharapova, Sevastova. So, okay, I know Sharapova, everyone, I picked Sharapova in the Picks League, and like she's just killing it right now. And, I mean, she played pretty well in Shenzhen. Kerber looks awesome. Yeah. She looks like she isn't going to lose a match. Yeah, she punked the crap out of her <laughs> first round opponent. It's she hard looks to watch. Unbelievable. Six love. It happened in 17 six minutes. Six love, six four. <laughs> she looks. Kerber in. destroyed everyone in Sydney, which is a big tournament for the women. Like, it's a 500 level tournament mm-hmm. right before it. Un- didn't drop a set, I don't think. Just was yeah. unbeatable. And she plays Vekic, which is a tough match um, in the second round, but she should beat Vekic. I mean,. And that Sharap- that Sharapova Kerber match, if Sharapova can get best Sevastov again, which is also another ma- tough match because Sevastov, people who don't have never don't really watch the WTA that much probably haven't heard of Sevastova, who like she basically quit tennis for like three years to get a doctorate and then came back Casual. and got came, and became top fifteen in the world. <laughs> so as like, one does, as one does, <laughs> um, as you might expect, she plays an extremely, extremely uh, smart, intelligent, like slice forehand. Um, a lot of slice forehand game. Yeah, she's really good, but I don't think she's going to beat Cherpova. They played really good matches though, so you should really watch that. Um, they play. They probably played the two most two of the most entertaining matches of last season, which was the U.S. Open match, and then they played a match in Wuhan. I want to say in the first round that was also awesome. Went to a third Could it be breaker. Shenzhen? One of the oh, one yeah. of the two. Yeah. All right, but I think uh, I'm going to go with Kerber now. I'm switching. Curve is a safe pick. Yeah. I'll take Sharapova still, just because I want to really be right. Yeah, I think Keys can get out of her quarter. Yeah, that's a that's not a bad pick. The 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 dangerous one is Garcia, who looks who had a really good end of the year and looks healthy and looks just awesome. Yep. Um. Yeah. Uh, Wait, Benchich is down four one to a qualifier. Yeah, no, son of a bad. bitch. <laughs> that's not good. Belinda. Oh, uh, this Svitolina match is. By the way, Gorgeous is going to run away with that quarter. It's not going to be close. She's really good. She's like, she's, she's not losing. Unbelievable. Yeah, she's yeah. going to win that quarter easy. Although Cornet's a good returner, 
if you're it, okay, so in the women's tour, if you win seventy percent of your service points, you're not yeah. losing matches. Yeah, she is she's wrecking fine. people. Yeah, I, I mean, she was. I, I was watching her play against Sher- uh, uh, Wozniacki in in uh, Auckland the week before the men's Auckland tour. She's cracking like one hundred sixty kilometer winners down the line. Yeah, she's like looks like I'm like that forehand is better than anything Kane Shikori has ever hit in his life. <laughs> That is an unbelievable flat forehand into the corner. That is unreal. That is spectacular. Like, I've ne- and when she when she plays real, like the only thing is like she can have a match where she just doesn't serve well and like yeah, the rest of the game again, and, again and Cornet is like probably one of the better push French pusher. Why all the women's players are the same too? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Have we talked about that yet on this podcast? How like every country like has, li- has, a, style. has a bit that yeah. they like are really committed to <laughs> i know it's, very it's frustrating so weird um yeah i think gorgas if if she can keep it together she plays the problem is she plays two really good returners because yeah, gavrilova if yeah. you saw any of that she looks she's a really good returner mm-hmm. wow she destroyed falcone that was six one six one american women baby yeah having themselves a day uh, next quarter is the Savitolina quarter. I'm still going to stick with her, even though she dropped that set. To uh, she has lost uh, three games since that set. So oh, she's, the whole match. Yeah, okay, the she's whole match. So she's 6-2, up 5-1 now. All right, good. I'll uh, stick she with looks it. still unconvincing, but she manages to look unconvincing and yet win a lot of matches. So I'm going to keep with it, I guess. It's the mark of a champion. Yeah. Uh, the Ostapenko quarter also. And is that Ying Ying Duan? Yes. Um, and Babo should be... Vandaway. This is a long podcast already, by the way. Yeah, we're gonna I'm gonna have to chop the crap out of it. Um I don't I can we Puig. This quarter is really bad. I really want Puig to get out of that quarter. Like I really want that a lot. I think so. Babush. I'm gonna pick Babush. Makes sense. Uh then you have the what was the Pavlyochenkova and Wozniacki. Pavlyochenkova lost. She's yep. out. That's why I said was. I think Wozniacki makes it out. Yeah. No one in there can really trouble her, I think. And who do you think wins the whole thing? Um I think the winner of the Gurgas Wozniacki, if they meet in the semifinals, will win. Yeah, I'll, I'm still going to stick with Sharapova just because I picked it earlier. But yeah, if I had to rank it, it'd probably be Sharapova, Gurgas, and then Wozniacki. Gurgas, who you could have gotten like 13 to 15 to 1, by the way. The yeah, games. that would have been a good bet. Um, alas. Alas. I think any uh, the uh, I think in the top half, there's really a lot of players who can come through that. And the bottom half, I really think it's either Wozniacki or Gerges. Because mm-hmm. I don't think Zvitolina... I think the only thing is Zvitolina is really, really good against Wozniacki, but they won't meet until the semis. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Zvitolina, I don't think her record against Gerges is very good, although I'm going to look that up now. Um, yeah, although Gerges spent a really long time not very, uh, like, sort of toiling in the content mines herself. Yeah, Gerges is two and zero against Vilina. So yeah, I, I I do think like it's either it's one of those two yeah. in the bottom half, but the top half it could be it's wide open. It's I mean if well, Halep is actually major. if Halep is actually healthy, then it could be her. Um, She's got to prove it. She yeah. got to prove it before I ever pick her in a major. If Halep is actually healthy, it could be her. If Kanta's super good, it could be her. If Plishkova's just acing people out of the court, it could be her. If Muguruza has a Big weekend. It could be her. It could be Sharapova. It could be Sevastova. It could be Kerrer. Could be Keys. Could be Garcia. Yeah. Who the hell knows? Could even be Lukic Baroni, who has a lot on the line and and 
got through her first match against Rogers and now plays Sass. Like even Sasnovich is like has the potential to win. You're just gonna talk yourself into every player. I know that top half is just too too loaded. <laughs> I don't know who to pick in that one. I wish they'd move one of them to this section seven with Ostapenko. All I'm gonna tell you is Ostapenko is not winning this major. Yeah, no, yeah I don't think so. Not yeah. a chance. You want to put a bow on this thing? Yeah, I think we should start focusing on this Chapo match because he's now, he's up five two and one just, time. Uh, Really wrecking this the guy. The sweet boy. I guess um, Eastman's about to start off against Edmund as well, so I think it's about time we wrap this up. Zvitolina wrapped it up as well, and Benchic is like up against it. So yeah, I think it's time we stop talking about tennis and start watching some tennis. So. Works for me. All right. Um, yeah, and thanks for listening. Also, why is Eminem covering uh, headlining GovBall? That's my only. Uh, that's my only <laughs> that's pop our, culture. Yes, we covered it both. Pop culture. <laughs> that's the stupidest headliner I've ever seen in my life. It's up there. Who thinks Eminem is still relevant? He's also headlining like Coachella. Isn't he? Why don't you just get Kendrick to headline? You can just have anyone but him. Anyone like, but anyone him. But <laughs> Lil, like with uh, anybody, <laughs> anybody. Uh, Taylor Swift is a better headliner than Eminem. She She's a more socially relevant headliner than Eminem. It's alarming. It's a very alarming. That couple lineup sucks, and I don't. I don't even know if I'm gonna be able to scalp tickets for it. So, all right, go Shapo.